I am surprised you got three pages out of Disney about games based inside of Disney parks. Yep. <laughs> I could have added. I could have actually added another one, but uh, there was. I did. I didn't. I didn't actually play that one, so I didn't want to talk about it. But it was like a. There was like a nest game that was like Magic Kingdom Adventures or something like that. It was like. It was just like it was kind of like Connect Disneyland Adventures, except uh, not as like good looking. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Did you uh, watch Girlfriend's Review for E3? I did. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was so funny. God, I love them so much. Fucking. So <laughs> I can't believe they actually drove to the convention center just for yeah. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I loved uh, <laughs> the whole like. The uh, Starfield section. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's so funny. So funny. All right, Jude, whenever you're ready, you can All just right. start us off. founded by two brothers in the land of Burbank, California, the far-off land of Burbank, California. Uh, the younger of the two, Walt, had a creative vision that would lead him to create the world's first theme park, Disneyland. In October 1958, presumably somewhere far from Burbank, physicist William Higginbotham was able to create the first video game as we know it today, a rudimentary version of tennis similar to Pong. What do these two men have to do with each other? Absolutely nothing, except for the fact that there have been several video games published that takes place inside the Disney parks. Hello and welcome to the Game Raiders podcast, everybody. I am Drew, and I've got my travel buddy here, Sergio. Hello, Hello. Sergio. You just got back from uh, Florida, actually, recently. I did. I just you got back from Orlando. Yeah, I went to Universal Studios. Um which I have to say, this may be a little controversial. Probably not. But uh, I enjoy those parks more than <gasps> Disney parks. Uh, and it may just be because there's just more roller coasters than there are at Disney. Disney's a lot more like the family-friendly rides. But at Universal, man, they have like some pretty sick coasters. Friendship over there. Friendship over there. <laughs> Shut it down. This um, is now... Uh, Back-to-back episodes where you've ended the podcast. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> By ending the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, if that introduction doesn't tell you what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we're talking I about it, theme parks. I will spell it out for you in plain English. We're going to talk about uh, Disney Parks video games. I get to talk about two of my favorite things, um, which you would think... Uh, Sergio, how many how many games did you think were based on the Disney parks before you opened this uh, Google Doc? Exactly one, because that's the only one I played. Okay, <laughs> there are actually uh, a bunch more than that. <laughs> a surprising number of games uh, inspired by the Disney parks. Uh, so we're just gonna kind of. Yeah. I know there's one like based on Universal, like yes. from the night. Yeah, I know that. Yes. I would love. I thought about expanding this to just like theme park video games and including that one too, because that one is an absolute train wreck, and it is yeah. beautiful. <laughs> it, is, um, it, is pretty, it is pretty bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
So, but we're just gonna focus on Disney today. We may, we may like just do that. That one may just get its own episode sometime. We may just talk about that one. Um, the disaster sometime. that is like the Universal Studios experience yeah, dude, or whatever it's called. Be hilarious. Um, okay, so to start us off in our first, so we're walking through the main gates, right? This is the first. This is the Main Street USA of our of our tour. Today. Should we should we should we start talking about your love for the parks itself? <laughs> I mean, we would be here for like five. Abbre- hours. Uh, we'll abbreviate it. Abbreviate it. <laughs> okay, Tell us about your love for Disneyland and then your love for Disney World. That, yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, so yeah, I have been going to the Disney park since I was like three years old. Uh, you can call me a Disney shill. That's completely fine. It's not going to bother me. Um, I know that Disney is a corporation and they like to make money off of my, uh, nostalgia. Uh, I totally get that. Uh, and I am a sucker. Uh, so now having like completely nullified all of those arguments you could potentially throw at me. Um, I do, I do love the Disney parks. I, uh, every time I go, it's a fun experience. Um, you know, I, I do prefer Disneyland over Disney world. Just saying. He's wrong. Uh, because of the history and uh you know because i think they have a lot of great attractions and there's a lot of great perks to being at disneyland versus disney world uh hate me if you want like being wrong is one of the perks hate me if you want yeah sergio over here doesn't understand because he's never been to disneyland i've only been to disney world because it's the superior superior of the two so you don't even know you don't yeah but which parks has tower of terror uh, we used to have terror. I will give you that. We used to, we used to have Tower of Terror, and we which lost park, it. Which park has uh, Pandora? Eh, Pandora's okay. Flight of Passage, I will give you, is really cool. But... I'm talking about the whole thing. Of ex- and then, you know, like, one has, like, only, like, you know, I guess, it's, is it technically, like, two parks at Disneyland? Cause you got yeah, that it's, it's two parks. There's Disneyland, yeah. and then there's uh, California Adventure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then at Disney World, you know, you got, like, five, so math checks you got out four at disney world four math Ooh. magic kingdom animal kingdom Ep- Epcot, Epcot, hollywood studios. yeah you're right you're and right. you have two water parks yeah yeah four still higher four four is still higher than two don't even come at me you're in my house now bitch <laughs> four, four is still higher than two drew the math still checks out well, you'll be happy to know that most of these games on this list are well. Are I'd Disney say World. two and a half of these games are inspired by Walt Disney World rather than Disneyland. So, um, actually, I think Virtual Magic Kingdom is more. Anyway, let's just get into the tour. <laughs> so, uh, at least the first game you'll be, or the first two games you'll be happy with. So, because these all these are all in Walt Disney World. So the first game is not even really a game, I guess, technically. It's more of like a point-and-click app, uh, but it's called the Walt Disney World Explorer. This was released in 1996. Um, this was kind of just a way for you to, like, if you weren't at the parks, just to kind of, like, learn cool facts about it and then, like, see all the cool experiences and attractions you could potentially visit if you wanted to go take a trip. Um, yeah, this was released on uh, Windows and Macintosh. On a CD-ROM, you know, back in the day when we actually had to slip things into computers, uh, into into disk trays rather than just 
download a game on Steam, <laughs> you know. Um, but it is, it's a pretty simple app. Uh, the home screen was like a stylized version of Disney World uh, circa 1996. Um, and okay, you can, so this like so this isn't a game. This is kind of like a if you want to go to Disney World, you can kind of see what everything's like. Yeah, it's kind of like a virtual tour. Yeah. Yeah. But they had uh, they had like little quizzes and. Yeah, uh, I think I had this. Did you? Okay. I think we got this in like the I, mail or something because we were going to go to Disney World, so they wanted to order it so we could like see what to do and stuff. Oh, fun! I think um, if I remember correct, I remember something like this in my my memory. I know we definitely had this, uh, so I spent a lot of time on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the main activity is basically you just click on an icon on the map representing one of the locations. Uh, you go there. You'll be presented with uh, like pictures and music and fun facts about the many stuff, the, all the stuff you can do in Disney World at the time. Um, and it's this actually was one of the things is you click on it. You click on a worker and it tells you how underpaid they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> this cast member makes, well, so the 90s. So this cast maker makes $2 an hour. Yay. <laughs> hey, kids. Mickey, Mickey snorts Coke. <laughs> um so at this time, Disney World was actually experiencing a boom in growth. So this was actually the perfect time to do one of these. Uh, if they had released one of these back in, like, 1983 or something like that, there would have been, like, two parks. That would have been about it. <laughs> um, a second version of the application was actually released two years later in 1998 with updated information about uh, Animal Kingdom, since Animal Kingdom had just opened. Um, so... Then you had pretty much the full experience, um, and like I said, you could you could do quizzes. You could uh, you could also hunt for hidden Mickey's in the app. You could go find those. Um, and fun fact: uh, one of the narrators that addresses you is actually voiced by Corey Burton. Uh, he's a very prolific voice actor with a long history with the Walt Disney Company. Uh, he's the current voice of Captain Hook and Ludwig Ludwig von Drake. Um, he also voiced Count Dooku and Cad Bane in the Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars animated series. Um, and he also voiced, I, I threw this one in for you, Sergio. Uh, he also voiced Hugo Strange in Batman Arkham City. Yep. The best Batman game. Yep. Um, so yeah, he's had a, yeah, like I said, very long history of, uh, voice work. Um, so I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so we're going to jump ahead in time now. So we've made it down to the end of Main Street, right? And now we're at the hub. And so we have a little choice of, of, of where we can go. And uh, the, next, yeah. the next one we're going to go to is... Uh, it's, uh, has a, it has actually a very long name for a, for a simple children's game. Uh, Walt Disney World uh, Quest Magical Racing Tour. Uh, this came out in 2000, uh, in Y2K, baby, the computers yeah. are taking over. <laughs> you ever watched, you ever watched Conan growing up? Yeah. Conan O'Brien? Yeah. Like in, before 2000? Oh, I watched that, uh, I watched that Y2K preparation video. That was hilarious. Yeah, he, he used to do the thing all the time. It was like, in the year 2000. Yeah. You remember that at all? Yeah. Classic, classic bit. Classic. Classics. Bit. Um... So yeah, so this was basically like they they basically took the concept of Mario Kart and they combined it with the Disney parks and voila, you have a brand new game. Um, 
So this was released uh, for the PlayStation, Dreamcast, PC, and the Game Boy Color, uh, funnily enough. Um, You get to take the role of a cartoon character, um, and you're visiting Disney World, and you have to race around the resort to grab pieces of the fireworks machine to restore it to working order. The reason it's not working is because Chip and Dale destroyed it because they threw they threw acorns in it. Bastards. <laughs> that's that's why. Um, yeah, you can actually play as Chip and Dale and uh, Jiminy Cricket. Actually, uh, you you have to unlock Jiminy though, I believe, if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, but there's actually a pretty good variety of levels. Uh, there's a lot of classic attractions represented. Uh, you have like Haunted Mansion. You got Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. You got Test Track. You got Dinosaur. Classic um, rides, all of them. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, like Space Mountain. Like you had all of these rides basically, um, and each level is accompanied by appropriate music inspired by the attraction, uh, except for well, I mean, I guess it's still appropriate, but like Aerosmith is like Rock and Roller Coaster is not Aerosmith music because they couldn't. I, I guess they couldn't get the Aerosmith license for the game, uh-huh. even though it's directly inspired by the ride, which does have the Aerosmith license. I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I played the PC version of this, and I remember this actually being a pretty difficult game. Like, it's it's absurdly hard in some of the later stages. That's so um, funny. Like, um, the tracks get, like have like just a bunch of like hard turns and you have to like get really good at drifting uh which i was not as like a uh how old was i at this point i was like a six-year-old child uh (laughs) you know uh Uh, did not have a firm grasp on driving controls um so um the pc playstation and dreamcast versions are basically all the same uh the game boy color version is very obviously it's going to be have to be different because it's a smaller it can only hold so much compared to the others. So I think it's like from a top-down perspective versus like the traditional behind the cart. Um, so yeah, so um, so these two games, are, I mean, I guess the first one's not really a game, but um, like I said, these first two kind of cover a lot of Walt Disney World, and then these next ones are gonna be a little bit more inspired by Disneyland um ish i say ish uh because this one this next one we're talking about uh kind of combines a little bit of, of of both resorts um so in the early 2000s the mmo market is kind of you know booming right you've got like world of warcraft you got star wars galaxies you got eve online and disney's like looking at this and being like I want to get in on this action, baby. Yeah, let's this, go. This sounds like the dumbest idea any corporation can think of that's not a big <laughs> game company. It's like if McDonald's was like, you know what? What if we released a virtual McDonald's yeah. where people could play at McDonald's online with their friends? Because that's exactly what people want to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, baby. That's why people so, play. They just they don't care about the Warcraft part of it. They only care about the the kids ate this shit up though, dude. Kids ate this shit up. I and I know because I was one of them. Um, fucking 
Uh, yeah, we're talking about virtual. I Magic think at this Kingdom. point, Drew, you've gone past Disney Shill, and I just got into like, I don't know what's after Shill. <laughs> uh like i i'm actually a disney executive actually yeah you're actually like you dress up as walt disney yeah <laughs> <laughs> you go to the park dressed as walt that's tom hanks dressed as walt disney oh boy um yeah just like sm- smoking a fat blunt like yeah just walt disney being like hey man maybe we should not put pants on that duck just saying <laughs> um but yeah, so the next game we're talking about is Virtual Magic Kingdom, which came out, which uh, it launched on in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually their this is going to be their second attempt at an MMO style game. Their first one was uh, Toontown Online, and then this game uh, would actually be followed by Pirates of the Caribbean Online once the movie series started to take off. So. Um, but yeah, I think after that they finally got the hint to uh, stop trying because <laughs> they haven't they haven't tried to dabble in like an MMO uh, since then. Um, but yeah, just like it sounds, uh, Virtual Magic Kingdom was intended to be a virtual version of the Magic Kingdom style parks for fans to be able to run around in uh, if they couldn't actually afford to go due to uh, Disney's price gouging. Um, price gouging in the 2000s imagine yeah. those imagine prices that. then to now yeah uh so the game promoted the parks and then in the parks you could find virtual magic kiosks to promote the game so there was this this great like corporate uh 69ing going on you know the synergy yeah. uh where it's like oh yeah i'm gonna blow you and then you blow me and then we just yeah we both get off and just keep going baby let's just, just keep going we just keep make going. money baby let's go blah 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 you ready for this? In the year 2000, the price to go to Disney for an adult was $46. Oh, my God. That's for one day. Good times. Good times. Um, yeah, now you can only get that if or get sort of close to that if you go for, like, seven days and you get, like, a park hopper yeah. and it's, like, seven bucks versus, like, a hundred. <laughs> um. So the beta for the game, the game had a beta, and it originally only had uh, Main Street, Fantasyland, and Adventureland. And then later when the full game uh, came out, you had Frontierland and Tomorrowland. Uh, The last major area, New Orleans Square, was added in the final two years of the game's uh, life cycle. Um, So when you you would boot up the game, uh, oh, this was also a browser-based MMO, by the way. These were all browser-based go. MMOs because those work so well. Um, you know, you, no, you no dedicated servers. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so the game lets you create an avatar. Uh, you get to, like, clothe them up, like, design how they look. Uh, and then you can explore the park from an isometric perspective through a series of connected rooms so every location in the game was basically like a room that connected to another part of the park uh the main point of the game was to play mini games inspired by the attractions and acquire cool customization options to deck yourself out in and you could create your own rooms with your own like little furniture and stuff like that um there were also short uh like quizzes you could do and then special timed events to get more prizes um so yeah, I, I did dabble in this game a little bit as well. Uh, I didn't play it like 
like full full blown, you know, because like I'm gonna be honest, there wasn't a lot to do. It was kind of boring. Um, uh, big shock. I am yeah, so big, shocked. Yeah, big shock. I know. Um, but uh, I mean, it was just kind of cool to see it like all realized in a, in a virtual space uh, like that. I I know some people got pretty creative uh, with uh, the room like setup, and they would actually design like full blown rides in like rooms that you could like ride th- actually ride through. Um, so initially Disney did not have high hopes for the game and it intended it to only last a short, like as a short promotional thing, uh, which I, I'm assuming is why they they made it a browser based game and like not having like, you know, uh, any sort of like serious content updates for it. Um, but the popularity among kids and young teens convinced them to keep the servers running for three whole years. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at least a decent success, I guess. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, what do you, what do you what do you think so far, Sergio? Have you ever heard of any of these games, by the way? Just that very first one that was not technically a game. Yeah. Because um, this was like a big craze in like 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 two thousand five, like that that kind of like time period. Um, like if you, if you were going, if you were going to like the Disney parks, like I said, you would find like little kiosks and like people would be like, Hey, you can get like this exclusive item. And like, you know, if you, uh, then you can take it back. And like, it it was just, yeah, they were really trying to really trying to market it to like the kids and everything like that. Um, so I think the next game we're going to talk about is like, not, not that any of these aren't. Not that the rest of these aren't really like game games, but like this was yeah. like this was like a game game, you know. And uh, I think this is the only actual like game with like a story, you know. Well, not like I guess uh, the Magical Racing Tour had a story, but this actually has like its own like like I, I think this story is like pretty well thought out. And like there, I remember this was like a huge deal uh, back in the day because. Um, you know, it, Disney's never really gone edgy. Like they, or when they do, it's like very, it's still very like watered down, you know. Uh, but Epic Mickey, man, this was like, this was like edge, dude. Uh, this was like going back to like Mickey Mouse in his like early years when he was still kind of like an asshole. Like Mer- Mickey in the original cartoons, if y'all don't know, was a huge prick. Like he would. I mean, and they and they said it was he was like causing pranks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, this guy was like this guy would literally like pull a chair out from underneath you when you were trying to sit down, because uh, he's just that much of a dick. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I see him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So Epic Mickey. Yeah, I know Epic Mickey though. I do know that yeah. game. Okay, so you've heard of Epic yeah. Mickey. All right. Yeah, um, I actually watched the was it the completionist who did a video. Yeah, of it? he just recently did a video talking about how he's like based like there's an old cartoon that Walt made originally that they wanted to somehow incorporate into a video game or something, and that's kind of where the basis for Epic Mickey came. Where like that character forgot it was like a rabbit or something was like. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so this all starts with Warren Spector, the guy. Oswald the rabbit. It's in the notes. I'm just an idiot. I didn't look there. <laughs> so Warren Spector, the guy 
who uh, created Deus Ex, right? He comes to Disney with an idea about a game um, starring uh, Mickey Mouse and, yes, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. And but at the, so there's a whole complicated history with Oswald because originally Walt Disney created cartoons for Universal actually, uh-huh. and he created Oswald. Uh, but when he left Universal to start his own animation company, Universal owned the rights to Oswald, so he couldn't bring Oswald with him. And then this is where the story of him creating Mickey Mouse comes in because it's it's on the train ride home. You know he's yeah. he's thinking of you know how am I going to get past Oswald and he thinks of mickey mouse um that's the story you know um and then finally uh in 2000 and uh well in 2010 is when the game came out but for the development of this game uh disney needed to get oswald back and so that's what they did they traded um uh who did they fucking trade they traded a a sports commentator to get oswald (laughs) Uh uh from espn let me see if I can. Uh... Yeah, they gained ownership of the character in 2006. I'm trying to see if I can find where they. Uh... It was for an announcer. Yeah. Uh, Al, Michael. Al, Al Michaels. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Al Michaels was traded to, to Universal, to NBC for a cartoon rabbit. Can you imagine? You're like, hey, you're leaving ESPN. Uh, we're trading you to NBC Sports uh, for a cartoon character. I mean, by all accounts, he he like completely understood. Uh, yeah. Like he was he was fine with it. Yeah, um, he's, I think his career funny. is better in, in in NBC. I thought that was so silly. Yeah, it's just it's really funny. Um, so. Um, but yeah, so then, uh, so where does the Disney parks of this game come in? Because it it takes place in this in this place called a cartoon wasteland. Uh, you know, it's not. Um, it doesn't seem to be really inspired by the parks until you start looking at like a lot of the set dressing, which is inspired by several of the areas like Main Street, Fantasyland. You know, they have the haunted mansion kind of section in there. Uh, they have like all these little levels designed around rides and stuff like that. Um, so I do consider this a Disney Parks game uh, to an extent, uh-huh. you know. Um, and it actually has like a yeah, it ha- it's it's a really depressing uh, kind of situation because the entire premise of the game is that at one point, uh, like basically the wasteland is where everything that like Walt Disney forgot about is like left to kind of live out their meaningless existence and um and and actually and it's been tainted actually because mickey was like he like spilled some uh paint and thinner uh-huh. on this like little model of the of the wasteland and it created this thing called uh the the shadow like i think it's the shadow blot or is it the uh yeah the shadow blot and uh yeah basically corrupts everything in the wasteland and like oswald's just here hanging out and he's created like animatronic versions of all of mickey's friends because he just wants the he just wants the fame and and the love that mickey has like he was just a band it's really sad um but uh yeah like (laughs) so i i encourage you guys if you guys are like interested in like anything like disney wise I, I encourage y'all to check this out because it's actually like 
it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, is uh, Epic Mickey 2, is that a worse game? Uh, I have heard it's a worse game. Okay. I've heard I haven't played it, so I can't tell you for sure, but I have heard it's a worse game. The first one is, is actually a pretty decent platformer, I will say that. Uh, the story, I, I think, is the main, like, intrigue of the game, uh, for sure. Um, okay, we're finally at the PS de Resistance. This one I've played with the you. The cream of the crop of Disney Parks games. We've made it to Sleeping Beauty Castle, you know, and... It is Connect Disneyland Adventures. Made by a Sobo Game Studios who has done a Flight Simulator that's yeah. out now, a Plague Tale, yeah. and ReCore. <laughs> it's such a weird <laughs> little fact. I don't I can't get over it. I know. They've also this made was... tons of like Pixar games. Yeah, they made the Toy Story 3 game. Yeah. Uh, what else did they do? They just made a bunch of, like, shit games before Xbox was like, okay, you can make real games now. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was back in the era of the Xbox One. So this was, like, when there was a bunch of, like, for lack of a better word, shovelware coming out of the platform through, like, the Kinect. Um, this was released in 2011, uh, mm. originally. And... Uh, you know, I, I I don't know if, like, there are actually people watching this who have actually seen footage of or actually played this game. But, I mean, it's pretty innocent, I would say, like, as far as a game goes. Um, you just get to walk around Disneyland and, like, play some mini games. I mean, it's... it's I don't think it's really, like... I, I'm sure back in the day, like, if I was playing this, like, on a Kinect or something like that, and, like, Xbox was charging 60 bucks for this piece of shit, I'd uh -huh. be like, no. <laughs> but now, I, now looking back, I'm just like, eh, I mean... Uh, you know, I don't really believe you. Bad. I don't believe you. I believe that um, you would you would, you would have bought this game at oh, full I would price. Have, I would have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Neck doing the... Oh, hold on, my... Microphone turned off for some reason. Nice. You can still hear me though, right? Yeah, I can still hear you. Just to my, for some reason, it went to my. I don't know. Okay, so yeah, you'd be there with like you know you're doing the thing and then like flying through Space Mountain or whatever using your body. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, yeah, a lot of the mini games are like super weird. Like the Matterhorn bobsleds one, you're just like, you're sledding down with like Goofy. Mm. And like, and then like Yetis show up and start like hurling yeah. snowballs at you. And the you game is them. is truly terrible. It's probably one of the worst games I've played. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not probably like, like uh, I'll probably give it two out of ten. It's that's, not anything like <laughs> it's it's not like God of War. You know, it's being it's, generous. It's no God of War. It's, it's no. It's, it's no Echo the Dolphin. It's, <laughs> okay, whoa. You don't want to. <laughs> I think it might be better than Echo the Dolphin. I don't know. Uh, um, it, it, it firmly sits in that uh, um, 
what's that's the the superman is 64 area for me oh my god okay it's not that bad it's okay. pretty bad you are exaggerating to the nth degree when you're playing as <laughs> playing with nemo running away from bruce the park <laughs> i i could feel the pain the my body was slowly draining. okay but who was the one who picked that game though that was you that was you, Matter. my good any, sir. Any game you pick there, it's going to be the same experience. That was you, my good sir. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you just get to walk around and bask in the essence that is Disneyland. Um, uh, and now it's if you have Game Pass, guess what? It's on Game Pass, baby, so you can play it. <laughs> Game Pass. With all the money you save with Game Pass, you can afford to go to Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, oh my god i saw this is this is digressing but like i saw like some a, an article on uh i think it was kotaku or something like that about the uh the game pass meme that like you know people think that yeah. microsoft yeah. paid these people to like be shills about game pass and i'm just like and and it's just like why would i be a shill about game pass game pass i don't need to be a shill for game pass it's just a great service you know the you know, you can play all these <laughs> wonderful games for, like, uh, $15 a month. <laughs> um, yeah. Microsoft's never paid me, but with Game Pass, it feels uh, like they have. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, God, yeah, this game is bad. Don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> if you do want to play it, though, you can play it with a controller. You don't have to play it as, like... Yeah, a there's, no, there's no Connect feature on the Xbox Series X. Yeah. or xbox one x now if you have the original xbox one you could probably get your connect up to it and do it um i don't know why you'd want to yeah but, uh yeah you can also yeah. suck a friend to play co-op with you if you want you can drag some poor soul down with you <laughs> yeah that that'll that'll end your friendship so if you want to yeah, like end right. a friendship like then go for it uh i don't know man i was having a blast when we were playing it when we were all over uh I thought that was yeah, the funniest it's fun. It's fun in like a like you know watching a bad movie kind of way. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know exactly. so, sometimes you want to pop in the room or birdemic or whatever, uh, and suffer. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I just think it's really funny though. The last thing on this game is that like, um, so this game was originally released in 2011, right? Yeah. And I'm sure if you go to the parks often enough, you know that there are several there are several rides in the parks that are like licensed or that were licensed out at the time to an outside company. And I'm talking about I'm talking about you Star Tours and I'm talking about you Indiana Jones Adventure. And in the game, they have like the facades there, but they don't have like the actual signage. That's so funny. Because I guess yeah, it so they could they could have the actual like sign itself but they, if they only if they only waited one year but yeah one exactly. year they couldn't put the lettering on there and then yeah if they had just waited one year they would have been able to because obviously disney owns lucasfilm now so um so yeah it's just that's just well interesting. i don't even want to imagine that pain i mean jesus christ I, I mean the you know if, if you could go into star wars and the next thing you know you're playing star wars connect and it's like these two <laughs> melding of just bad games just coming <laughs> together in one perfect harmony of destruction but but sergio we are han solo we're han solo we're han solo solo i'm gonna put that in the video in the, in the, uh, <laughs> in the episode now good job drew you cursed us 
Uh, maybe we'll talk about Connect Star Wars at some point. That's a good idea, Sergio. Thank you for that. We did talk about Connect Star Wars, my man. Oh yeah, that's right. We did. We did a we did our Star Wars episode. That's right. Well, we should play Connect Star Wars. Thank you, Sergio, for the great idea. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, that brings us to the end of the day of our Disney Parks tour. We're, we it's time to say goodbye now. We're grabbing uh what do you, what, Sergio? What do you want to grab on the way out of the park? Uh, a dual whip. A, a dual whip? You mean a dole whip? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can D-O- grab a dole whip. Dole whip. Dual whip, but let me grab a dole whip. Yeah, we can grab a. We can grab a dole whip. Yeah. The pineapple. Let me, doing it. Let me grab like... the. Let me grab the pineapple thing they have. <laughs> the pineapple so drink. Uh, I think I'm gonna grab a churro. Uh, and, uh, yeah. I'm also so, going to, uh, ask Disney to pay their, em- their employees more. So Disney, uh, I will ask if you want, I will be a shill and say, if you want to sponsor us, that's completely, totally fine. I will take the money. Um, <laughs> uh, Hey, you didn't got to pay my money. You just pay them in like free Disney visits. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, if you could get I, like three visits a year for free. My price is extremely low. Actually. He'll he'll spend more money in the parks <laughs> than the cost of those tickets. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, gonna buy one of those lightsabers at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Gonna buy a droid. Maybe. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, on our way home, uh, after I had a very exhausting day at the parks. Uh, Sergio, I am so tired. Can you tell everybody like where they can come uh, find us if they want to go yeah. on another trip with us? They can zippity doo dah over to, uh, uh, you know, we're on Stitcher, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. Um, we're also on Twitter and Facebook at the Game Writers Pod. Uh, any final words, Drew? Have a magical day. <laughs> uh, Universal's better. Goodbye. Wow. <laughs> Classic.